Blog Talk Radio. Janice Tunnell today, Sunday, November 3rd. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are happy to have you here with us tonight. Um, Just to remind everyone that's listening, if you have a question or comment, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Last week, uh, we did not have a show. We were both in New York City for our birthday week. Um, we had a great time, um, awesome experience, and just wanted to say, you know, being back in New York, hadn't been in a while, and it was a great, um, just a great time being in the in the city and just realizing how you draw so much inspiration from different places that you travel to. New York is one city that to me, has always inspired me to create or to be creative. Um, And just being back there was really exciting. The energy of the city, the people, um, you know, know, a lot of tall buildings that, you know, played a role in a lot of things that we were doing there um, that part uh, this past weekend. So it was just a great time. And so I just put a question out to everyone out there, and if you have time to call in to give us a response to the question. It's like, what city do you draw a lot of inspiration from? And it can even be your own hometown. You don't have to travel anywhere. But um, that was just one of the things that came to my mind while we were there in the city. And, you know, again, hadn't been there for a while. Um, So it was very inspiring to to be back there. But there's a lot of cities that I love to visit you know, where we, um, where I draw inspiration from. But I want to know, where do you draw your inspiration from as far as the, what cities do you draw inspiration from? So give us a call at 914-803-4399 if you have a response to that question or if you just have a question or comment um, of your own. Please let us um, let us know. I am joined tonight by, by my sister, of course, Miss Denise. And I'm going to bring her on the line. Let's see. Hello there. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. And before I get into any kind of beauty news, I'm just going to say that uh, the city or cities that I draw inspiration from all the time would have to be definitely New York. And then I would also say that London um, I'm very inspired when I'm walking around London. Um, 
it, it, it reminds me a lot of New York as well. So um, pretty yeah. much, not going to say they're the same cities, but, you know, same kind of vibe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some aspects of them are the same, but I do draw inspiration mm-hmm. from both of those cities, New York and London. Nice. Absolutely. Well, tonight we um, are talking some of beauty's hottest topics tonight, so we're glad, again, that you've joined us. Um, For those of you who will listen to this show on the playback, thank you so much for um, for your support. Thank you for those who are tuning in, who may be tuning in live now online. Thank you guys again for your continued support. Um, Also, just wanted to um, give you guys a quick announcement coming from Pro Beauty, which is PBA, the Professional Beauty Association. Um, This is kind of like a save the date, or for those of you who are interested, you can start preparing for tickets right now, but Cosmo Pro North America is coming back to um, the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in 2020. It's it's the 18th edition of Cosmo Pro North America. It will be held on June 28th through the 30th. Again, that's June 28th through the 30th. Um, it's an all-encompassing, award-winning business-to-business beauty event in North America. This three-day event takes place June 28th through the 30th and features over 1,200 exhibitors from 45 countries along with an expected 40,000 attendees. Join PBA to discover unique brand launches, product innovations, new channels for distribution, packaging, and manufacturing. Um, For more information on this, you can go to probeauty.org forward slash events hyphen programs forward slash CPNA, um, or you can go to the Cosmo Pro North America website directly, and that's um, CosmoProfNorthAmerica.com. That's C-O-S-M-O-P-R-O-F-N-O-R-T-H-A-M-E-R-I-C-A.com. Okay, that's CosmoProfNorthAmerica.com. Just wanted to... Um, Put that out there. Um, and then another save the date that I wanted to give you guys is for ISSE, the International Salon and Spa Expo. And that's going to be a little sooner next year. That's going to be on Saturday, January 25th through the 27th. Um, again, it's ISSE, the International Salon and Spa Expo. You can buy your tickets right now. Um, there are different pricing for if you are a PBA member or if you're a non-member, but for the PBA members to attend ISSE, it's $40, okay? And then if, and if you're not a member, it's $80, okay? So also during ISSE, they will be also having the NAHA event, and the NAHA um General admission price for PBA members is $80, and for non-members, it's $90. If you wanted to get a NAHA VIP ticket for PBA members, it's $140, and for non-members, it's $190. If you want to get a combined ticket for both ISSE and NAHA, 
For PBA members, it's $108. And for the non-members, it's $153. And just in case if I fail to tell you, Naha is the North American Hairstyling Awards. So normally there are two separate events. Naha usually would, I think it used to be like maybe May or June or something like that. Well, now they're combining for the very first time. They're combining with ISSE. So, again, if you need more information on uh, tickets, go to probeauty.org. Um, the ticket prices will increase January 6th, okay? So, again, the ticket prices will increase on January 6th. So you have plenty of time now to kind of, you know, if you want to get in on this early bird ticket pricing, you still have a while before January 6th, but the prices will be, uh, will be going up, okay? Um, just to let you all know that the Naha VIP package includes a three-day ISSE ticket, Naha VIP seating, entry into red carpet reception, and two drink tickets. So somebody may ask, if the Naha VIP package, um, if there's a Naha VIP package, which includes a three-day ticket to ISSE, why would I have to buy an ISSE? Why wouldn't I buy a ISSE and NAHA ticket jointly? Well, again, you do say you do. There is a difference in pricing. So the ISSE and NAHA ticket together is $108 for non-members, and $153. No, I'm sorry, $108 for PBA members, and $153 for non-members. The Naha VIP ticket is $140 for non-members. So that is a big $32 difference between the combined ticket. And for non-members, um, it's a, the Naha VIP is $190. Um, so the difference is you can get a combined ISSC and Naha ticket for less than the Naha VIP ticket, but that's all it is, is just the ticket just to get in. With the Naha VIP ticket, you you have Naha VIP seating, entry into the red carpet reception, two free drinks while you're there, as well as three-day ISSE tickets. So you get the ISSE tickets as well as the Naha tickets and Naha VIP seating, along with some extra perks versus, so you're basically paying $32 extra for VIP seating, entry into the red carpet reception, and two drinks. Not a bad deal at all, if that's what you're interested in. So we wanted to put that out there for those of you who are interested. And, uh, you know, you just wanted to, um, you know, you, you want to attend both. Definitely, this is definitely the time to go ahead and get the tickets. And if you, um, for those makeup artists who would like to attend this will be the first year that the powder group will be involved in ISSE. Okay, so this is the first year for the powder group at ISSE. And they're one of the educators. I don't know I don't know who from um the powder group is going to speak. The powder group is listed as one of the educators. Okay. So just wanted to let you guys know that. Before we jump into tonight's show, 
Um, we're going to check out um, a quick commercial for one of our advertisers. Be back in a second. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right, we are back and turning it over to Denise, who may have some beauty news of her own. Good evening once again, everybody. Um, thank you for joining me for the beauty news. Just really quickly, wanted to um, give you all a quick update about IMATS Atlanta. It's coming up uh, very quickly, actually. Um, it's November 16th and 17th in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, the show is a two-day show. There's no pro night uh, for IMATS, but I do believe they have pro hours. Um, on that Saturday, which I will believe will be from 10 a.m. to 11 uh, a.m. on Saturday, November 16th, pro-only hours. So if you have a pro card, you will be able to get into the show early to be able to shop um, before it's open up to the general public. And again, the show on Saturday is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then on Sunday, I believe the show is... Yeah, I believe, no, the, sun, the show is 11 a.m. Uh, to 5 p.m. They always start an hour later on Sunday um, afternoon, Sunday morning, actually. So 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. And just very briefly, Janice and I uh, will be doing a class on Saturday, November 16th. Um, we're from 11.45 a.m. to 12.45 p.m. on the IMAT stage. Um, we'll, we'll do a class on the fundamentals of film and television makeup. Um, for a one-hour class, we're not going to do a demo this time because, again, it's only a one-hour class, so it's kind of tough to give you the information that we really want to give you um, in that short amount of time. So, again, it's a one-hour class. It's going to be on the fundamentals of film and television makeup. So if you're interested in a career in uh, makeup artistry and film and TV, Please join us Saturday, November 16th from 1145 to 1245 on the IMAT stage at IMAT Atlanta. And again, this show takes place at the Cobb Galleria Center um, in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information on IMAT, you can go to imats.net. That's I-M-A-T-S dot net. Excuse me. Then coming up in December, Janice and I will be teaching a class of our own. Um, outside of IMATS, and that will be in Charlotte, North Carolina. And again, it's going to be on the fundamentals of film and television makeup. But this class will go more in-depth and uh, will give you a lot more details. That class will take place from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
and it will be all about the fundamentals of film and television makeup. And we will um, talk to you basically about <laughs> everything from, you know, a call sheet, um, how to read a call sheet, um, you know, how to uh, conduct yourself as a film and TV makeup artist, how to get jobs in film and TV, um, how to keep your job in film and television. We'll talk to you about the union, how to get into the union, what's required of you um, to get into the union. Um, and then once you're into the, in the union, how you go about, um, uh, you know, trans, transferring from union, union, union membership, I'm sorry, uh, entry-level union membership to becoming a journeyman and um, what that looks like. And, and uh, we're going to also have a hands-on portion to that class where we will uh, show you different aspects of makeup for film and TV and, and, um, and basically what that looks like compared to anything else that you may do as a makeup artist. So, again, if you're interested in a career in film and, film and TV makeup, and you have nowhere um, to look, nowhere to kind of research uh, the whole film and TV makeup thing, or you're not getting the answers that um, you want to get when you ask people about how do, I, how do I do this? How do I go about doing this? If you're in the Charlotte area or you can get to the Charlotte area December 7th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Janice and I will teach you uh, where to go to look for the jobs, how to get the jobs, um, and, and basically how to do the job. So if, you're, if you want more information on that class, you can send us an email at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. If you're listening to this show and you're interested in that class, you can send an email to beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com, and you can address Janice or you can address me, Denise, and we will give you more information on that. Or you can follow our social media uh, pages as well at Janice Tunnell and at Denise Tunnell on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And we will definitely be posting about that class as well. All right. Definitely going to be posting about that soon. You'll see um, some more information, particularly on Instagram about that class. Um, and then for those of you who are out there listening, if you're interested in having us teach this class um, in your city, please give us a, um, a shout. You know, you can send us an email again yeah. or send us a DM on social media, however you have to do it, um, beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com, and we will be sure to um, reach out to you and try to set something up. Definitely um, want to get the information out there. Definitely want to make sure um, young artists, when I say young, I just mean new to the industry, up-and-coming film and TV makeup artists, um, get the correct information. I've noticed that there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of artists out there who's, you know, who just have the wrong information. And, you know, you start off in the business with the wrong information, and years later you still have the wrong information, going about things the wrong way. And we just want to make sure if you want to do it, you have the right information. And so, um, again, if you're interested um, in that class for Charlotte in particular, you can send us an email, or if you're interested in us, possibly coming to your town, 
to do a class, definitely hit us up and we'll 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 make sure we get back to you. All right. Okay. Now I had a um a topic that I wanted to discuss tonight. Um and it's it's always interesting because I always find interesting things on Facebook. I love to go to Facebook to see um, you know, what's what's the latest topic that people are talking about. And and this this topic kind of never goes away. It's something that um I think you can look at it from a couple of different ways. Um but let me just present it to you how it was presented. Um, I found it on the In My Kit group uh, by, that was run by K. Uh, K. Dave Bennett, Kevin James Bennett. And he posted on there um, from his personal page that he was on the phone, and this all took place on, uh, I believe, Friday. And so basically somebody called him on the phone, and he's going to refer to whoever that person was as them. And he refers to his, himself as me, okay? So it goes like this. On the phone this morning, and then them says, thanks for responding to my DM. I need advice about starting my own cosmetic brand, manufacturers, packaging, et cetera. And me says, consulting on brand product development is what I do for a living, so I'd love to help out. What's your email address so I can send my rate sheet? Then we can discuss the scope of my participation in the process. And then them says, I only wanted to ask a few questions. And then me says, being Kevin, says, I understand, but this is my profession, so my time and the information I have to offer has a price tag. Them says, and them at this point, they're sounding irritated, says, wow, I only wanted to ask a few questions. Thanks for nothing. Click. So they hang up on him after that. So he goes to say, I wasn't upset after she abruptly hung up because this happens more often than people realize. The reason I'm sharing so he says the reason I'm sharing this question mark to remind you that as an independent contractor freelancer, your time and talent have value, and you should never feel bad for requesting compensation. Compensation is not always monetary, but there must be some type of exchange that offers tangible benefits to both parties, and I can agree with that so Basically, in his group, he was saying, today's question is, do you feel awkward asking to be compensated when people attempt to get a freebie? And so I think about this all, and I just think about how um, willing I am to share. And I think sometimes I don't think about the value of what it is that I have to share because, well, for one, I work a job, you know, I work on projects, I work on film and TV, so I'm always doing that. So if somebody's asking me something, I don't necessarily stop and think, oh, wow, in order for me to answer this question, I've got to, I've got to give them my rate for responding to this. I don't think, I don't think like that. But this conversation makes me start to think that way in a way that if I were presented with something like that, somebody's asking for something that I see as being very valuable, that I would have, an, I would have rates that I could give someone to say, okay, for my consultant work, this is what I charge. But for me, when somebody asks me a question about something, I don't think about that. I just go into 
giving them the answer. And so I, um, but I, but I understand what he's saying. And so he's basically asking, do you feel awkward about asking to be compensated when people attempt to get a freebie? And so for most people, they really are, in, in my situation, so I'm just using myself, they really are just asking one or two questions, asking for advice, um, things like that. Really asking for stuff that probably if they researched enough or if they, if they worked long enough, they will experience some of these things. And, you know, things will come to them and they don't necessarily need um, my opinion or thinking that my response is is law. Um, But I understand where most people can reach out to you and they want so much information that, because I get hit with these types of questions and things like this all the time on Instagram. And in, in my DM, I get hit with these kind of questions and stuff all the time where people are asking you for information that's like valuable information, information that I would put into a class and ask people to pay for. People are sending it through DM and asking you to respond to it right then and there. So from that standpoint, yes, I get what he's saying. And and at that point, no, it doesn't feel awkward asking people to compensate um, for something that they are attempting to get for free. You know, what do you think? Um, well, I definitely, you know, have opinions on this, this particular topic. And as far as I think he referred to him as them, the, the phone, the person mm-hmm. who made the call. So mm-hmm. the young lady who made the call, the one thing that I, I feel, I don't feel like when he was saying attempted to get something for free, mm-hmm. you know, that really makes it sound like, you know, she was going after a freebie intentionally, like, okay, I'm, I'm let me get my questions answered. I'm going to get it done for free. That's the way it sounds like when he says attempted to get it for free. I honestly, just in mm-hmm. my opinion, I really feel like people ask questions in their mind. They think it's just a simple question, you know, where you can um, – I was, you know, I don't know what the question is, but sometimes in their mind, I do believe that they think it's just a simple question that, you know, warrants a yes or no answer or some basic information. Um, in people's minds, they don't think that it's that serious. If I'm calling you to get, you know, I, I tell you one or two questions, you know, give you, I mean, ask you one or two questions, and that's all that I need. They don't think that that's something where you have to you know, give your credit card and and let the clock start ticking, you know what I mean? So, um, but for years, I've known experts in this beauty industry who have done that for years. And these experts that I'm talking about are very well-versed in whatever area they are in of this in this industry they know their stuff and i will say for kevin he knows his stuff and i cannot be mad at someone who says you know for my time 
it's going to cost you. For my expertise, for my knowledge, it's going to cost you. I can't be upset at that. It's just that for me, I'm not so sure which direction I would go. Now, I agree with you when you said you, you don't necessarily know the value, you know, necessarily in what yeah. you have to offer or information that you have to give. And that makes me want to stop and start reevaluating that. It makes me right. want to stop and say, hey, you know what? I have to really start thinking about that because a lot of times, but again, like I said, I don't necessarily think people are necessarily, now some people may be, but I don't always think necessarily that some people are saying, um, oh, hey, you know, let me go get this free. Right. You know what I mean? Let, let me, so, let me um, go on and tell, let me go on and tell you the rest of what, of what he wrote on that post. And um, okay, but it's just like I said. But it's just like I also said before. I say what I'm going to say. I'm just going to say this. It's just like I said um, um, earlier when I said, you know, I'm working on film and TV projects all the time. So when somebody asks me a question, I'm just answering it, or or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm just answering the question. But thinking back on it, the information that I'm giving them, it's valuable information. Like I said, things that I would probably put into a class and charge somebody for. And so so I, I can get and so I get in Kevin's conversation, you know, this person is asking him about um about how to start their own cosmetic brand. They're asking about different manufacturers, they're asking about packaging. Now just for me reading that right there I'm thinking to myself okay that really that's pretty easy they can research that on their own or whatever but they're not doing that they're coming to Kevin somebody who's who's been there done that and has worked with brands doing this kind of thing and so at this point he's looking at it as consulting and product development brand development okay but then he goes on to post and says freelancing doesn't mean working for free Working for free means you are a volunteer. Learn the difference. And and so it, it really that really struck me because yes, he's working as a freelancer. He doesn't go in anywhere and punches a clock and or nobody's keeping track of his time. He's working as a freelancer. He could be working from home or he can go out on assignments, whatever the case may be from day to day. You know, when we're working on film and T V stuff, we're still freelancers, but we're working with a production, um, like for us, because we don't like day play often, just jump from job to job different on different days. We're working consistently on a whole project that may last three to six months or something. So for us, it's more consistent. So like I said, so when I get those types of questions, I'm not even thinking. I'm just because, you know, I'm busy with this project. I don't have time to focus on stuff that people are asking me. So I may just free, if I'm going to respond to it, then I may just respond to it and go on about my business for him. Right. You know, he's not getting paid unless he does the job. So if he's not, if nobody contracts him to do um, to something or hires him to do their makeup or hires him to consult with them on any particular day, he's not getting paid. So his, brain is trained to think of it differently automatically you're calling me you're right. asking for info i got info 
but you got to pay the cash to get the info. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. This is this man's no, livelihood. You know what I'm saying? This is his livelihood. This is how he, you know, pays his rent, mortgage, or whatever the case may be. This is how he, he eats. This is how he, he lives. So, yes, I, I mean, I totally, totally get it. I get it. And you know what else? You know what else? We, as makeup artists who are seeking advice from someone who's an expert, someone who is um, very qualified to answer your question, we have to be super, super careful in how we respond to their response to us. So if I'm asking him for this information and he's telling me, oh, great, this is what I love to do. Um, this is what I'm experienced at, you know, let's, let's set up some time where you can, you know, pay me so we can get this started. Um, you can't get upset because you're saying, you know, oh, wow, I just had a couple questions. I didn't think it was, you know, bow out gracefully and keep it moving. Um, you know, and a lot of times also, Another thing that we need to start doing and thinking about, before we approach anyone with a question about something that we want, we really need to take the time to also, you know, do the research. And then when we do the research, if we still have questions or if we just want to know, because, you know, you go out there, you may do the research, you find all these manufacturers, you find all these uh, product companies, you may still be stuck and say, you know what, I just want to find out from them what they think, who they've experienced or who, you know, who they've worked with or what have you. So I always suggest do, you know, do the research because what if the situation was different and this person, and he said the same things to them and they said, okay, you know what I mean? My thing mm-hmm. is if I'm going to go and ask you questions and you're going to, uh, you know, I'm going to have to pay you for the information, then you know what? I'm going to want it to be something that, I did not know or I could not find out for myself. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm going to want it to be something that I really need to be paying for. If you're just if you're just at point zero and you're just saying, okay, I just want to know information about manufacturers, um, you know, product companies, well, you know, now you, you pretty much know where you need to start. You know you need to start with manufacturers. You know you need to start with product companies. So you know that. What else can you find out on your own before seeking his help? Because if the clock's going to, if the clock's going to be ticking and I'm going to be paying by the minute or the, the hour or whatever, however he has it set up, then I'm going to make sure, okay, I need a budget for this conversation. And, you know, I'm going to make sure that I have everything in place so that I don't waste any of that time. And so that because I'm paying for this, I get the most out of this, you know? So I just feel like as right. we, we can respond better, we can do better, you know, we can just have a better attitude because I will say this, there's a lot of people 
you know, I don't always agree with everything that Kevin says. I don't necessarily always agree, but I do know that he, you know, he's very experienced, and I do know that he knows his stuff. So, you know, like, I don't necessarily always agree maybe with how he may respond to someone on, like, in his group. But I will say a lot of people give him a hard time and a hard way to go based on how he responds. And I'll, and I'll say this, right. you know, you can run your business however you run your business. Who are you? Right. To tell, to, you know, I know you have an opinion. You can have an opinion, but don't make this person, the expert or Kevin, seem like they're wrong for their opinion. This is how they run their business. Right. If I go to a hair salon to get my hair done and the hairstylist tells me that it's going to be $85, I can either sit there and get my hair done and pay the $85 or I can get up and leave. But if right. I decide, if I decide to sit there and get my hair done and pay the $85, I can't give her any mouth about how much she's charging. I've made right. that decision to sit there and get it done. So, you know, it's very, right. it's very similar. But I kind of want to, speaking of paying for services, I kind of want to throw this out. Just let me know how, how what you think about this because, you know, you know how like for okay for instance, a lot of and a lot of um, I'll say a lot of makeup people who either you're just well known in town or um, or maybe you even are a makeup artist who does film and TV. A lot of times when you get a call to do a celebrity's makeup, either they're going to be coming into town and need their makeup done or um, they ask you directly. So here's my question. So as a film and television makeup artist, I'm working Monday through Friday, 16 hours a day, 14 hours a day, schedules like that. When Saturday and Sunday comes, those are my only two off days. And pretty much on Saturday, I'm trying to run around and get a lot of errands taken care of, going to the bank, grocery shopping, washing clothes, um, you know, paying bills, whatever the situation may be, as well as trying to get a little rest or do outside activities that I may want to do, you know, whatever my weekend activities are. Sunday, a portion of Sunday is not even yours because you have to be in bed early because if you have an early call on Monday, and also I do beauty talk, right? So you don't really have a full Sunday, and sometimes you don't even have a full Saturday depending on how late you get in on Saturday morning. So if someone asks me, if an actress asks me to do their makeup, on a Saturday. Okay, so you're talking about my off day. So I'm sacrificing my rest, and I'm sacrificing and giving up my personal time where I need to go run errands and do whatever to come and do your makeup 
for something that you you want or for something that you're doing. Now, I don't know what the going rate is, but I do know that I am no longer going to charge, and I know it's simple, just go to their home or go to their hotel room, do a quick makeup and be gone. So I know that's fairly simple. But one of the things that I'm not doing is I'm not giving them a rate of something that I uh, gave 10 years ago. Okay? I don't know. I mean, I don't care if it's still the same simple process. My rate's going to increase. And it may be it may be $50 more than what the going rate is, whatever that is. You know what I mean? So my question is, what are your thoughts on giving a rate? Because sometimes some of these, like the assistants for some of the celebrities, some of their assistants may um, be like, oh, you know, oh, oh, okay. You know, like they weren't expecting you to say whatever the rate is. They're maybe expecting you to say something less than that, like half of what you said, because maybe they're even going to try to use the other half to get a hairstylist. You know, but my thing is, is that my thing is, is that my rate is going to be a little bit more because I'm not charging what I was charging 10 years ago. And then two, because you're getting somebody that's a whole lot more experienced than they were 10 years ago. And then you're also getting a little extra spin on the rate because you're 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 interfering with my day off. So my question is, what do you think about that? Like, if you you were called in to do a celebrity, let's say the going rate out here is like two hundred dollars or one fifty. I don't know what people pay. To be honest with you, <laughs> I just know what I charge. So what do you what do you think about that? And then. It's almost the same thing as when you have these promo shoots and you're asked to do a promo shoot with the actors that you're working with, but it's on a Saturday, the day that you're supposed to be off, but now you're coming in to do work and you're charging this rate. A lot of producers are like, oh my God, they charge so much money. It's a lot of money that they charge, but then they don't realize is you're paying, what, you, what we're charging you for is our time. When we're, on a, when we're on the show, we have to pack up some of our kit, go to do this promo, promo shoot, then on our day off, and then go back to work, maybe have to come in a little earlier. We're already coming in at 4 a.m. to unpack what we packed up. So what are, what are your thoughts on some of those outside jobs, you know, the rates that you charge? They may not be feeling it. Um, but they're paying it anyway because they need the service. It's always a last-minute request. What do you what do you what do you think about that? Like for instance, somebody who may have been working five years versus your twenty-five years, um, and they may be cha- you know be charging almost the same or or less than you. But sometimes the, the assistants or the actual artists are like, I mean, not artists, but actual talent. They're, you know, they're kind of feeling like, oh, my God, I didn't expect you to say you wanted, you know, that much money. Well, I think some just, of them would love it if you said $100 or 150 
Well, let me let me just start off with one of the first questions you were asking. For instance, if we're talking about um, promo shoots like you do in film and TV um, outside of your regular workday, for the promo shoots, for for the money that we charge for the promo shoots, like we should be charging because, yes, we're working on a Saturday. That's our day off. Um, more than likely, those promo shoots are a minimum 10-hour days. So you're talking about, you know, just just from working Monday through Friday, I probably already worked about 70, 75 hours just from Monday through Friday. Now, on Friday, I may have probably worked a 14- to 16-hour day. So you want me to work on Saturday, one of my two days off. So, yes, we're going to charge you, and we're going to tax you pretty high. Now, Again, like you said, on Mondays, you could be called back into work at 4.30 in the morning. So that means now I have to take this kit that I had to pack up on Friday before I left work, you know, get in, get into work early enough because I only get that 18-minute setup time, get into work early enough to unpack all of this makeup stuff and to pack and to, you know, get set up for the actor that I have coming in. So, you know, so you know you're going to have to get to work a little bit earlier. Or if not, you're going to be spending some, a part of your day trying to, you know, put this stuff back to where it came from. So, yes, yeah, so we're going to charge them. We're going to charge them pretty high for, for you know, me not having my whole, my whole day that I could have worked, that I could have been off. Now I have to work outside of my, jo- my normal job. I've got to work to do this promo shoot. And the reason why I'm doing the promo shoot as opposed to just anybody around town is because the actor wants you there. And as a producer, they know that. And that's why they, they're asking for you to be there. Um, so so the rates that we charge out for those promo shoots is, you know, it, it's right. It's only fair for us. And not just that, but they have the money in the budget. They pretend they don't, but they do have the money in the budget. So why not get a piece of it? because they're definitely going to have whatever's left over for themselves. So why not get what you deserve? Now, as far as um, people, you know, responding to you in a certain way when you charge, like if you're, if you're doing it like on a weekend, a celebrity, some celebrities asking you to do their makeup for an event, whether it's a birthday party or whatever the case may be. Um, if somebody Somebody may ask you, um, well, let me just handle this part first. And so if they're asking you to do something and you and you charge them whatever your rate is, and they're kind of like shocked that you charge them as much as you did, um, your rate is your rate. And if they don't want to pay it, then they don't have to use you. I, I find sometimes, especially being here in Atlanta, when you have um, a celebrity that comes from – from LA or wherever, um, when I think they get shocked that sometimes people know their worth and, you know, they're just, you know, and sometimes, sometimes they, I think sometimes, I think they just take us for granted sometimes. Like, I think they feel like 
you know, like we're just supposed to be sitting around waiting for them to ask us to do something for them. And that's not the case. When you've worked all week, especially the hours that we work, like I said, you can work 75 hours in one week. You know, that's almost two weeks worth of work. So in order for me to even want to get out of my bed on a Saturday to do somebody's makeup, it's going to cost them. And it's not going to be, you know, what somebody normally may char- normally may charge them. This is my day off. I'm a freelancer, but I'm not that freelancer. I'm not that kind of freelancer that I'm just sitting around at home waiting for somebody to call me for a job. So, yes, when you freelance like that, you may charge somebody, oh, I'll charge you $100 to do your makeup. Some people are charging as little as, as $50, $80, $75 to do somebody's makeup. But you put a lot of time and effort into packing up your kit, going to meet them wherever they are, and, and, you know, spending that, you know, whatever, however much time it is with them, 45 minutes, whatever, to an hour with them to do their makeup. Your Mm -hmm. time is is worth more than $50, at least for me. But if you're yeah. that type of freelancer who you just you just work based on who's calling you throughout the week, I get it. But mm-hmm. if you have options and you don't necessarily have to do their makeup, I can I get it if you charge more. I get it. Well, you, well, your you rate, know, my thing is your rate is your rate is your rate, and if they don't want to pay it, they don't want to pay it. If they do, great. If they don't, that's okay too. Well, you know, sometimes I think, though, with celebrity talent, sometimes I think that they think that you're, you are, you know, asking for a higher rate because they are celebrities. <laughs> I, that's not how I think. I don't, I don't care um, who it is. But, you know, if, if somebody's working with me, if it's an actor or actress that's working with me, on set, so they know that I'm there every day. You know what I mean? So they know that I'm there every day working long hours. Sometimes we work longer than the actors because some actors may be there for just one or two scenes. Some are there for all of the scenes of the day or what have you. But regardless, we are there all day. So my prices are my, not prices, but my, my rates are not um, – something that's based on the fact that, oh, you're a celebrity, so I'm going to ask for more. No, my rates are based on the fact that, one, you're, I'm, you're going to pay for the time that you're taking away from me. Now, if I wasn't, let, let me just make it clear. If I wasn't working on a film or television set Monday through Friday, working these long hours, then there wouldn't be an extra spin on it if out of the blue somebody is coming into town and they need their makeup done. Okay, what I'm saying in this particular, this is a a particular situation is what I'm saying, that this is, you see me here working every day, um, 14 to 16 hours a day, and now you want me to come and do something on my day off. That's what I'm saying, and and I don't know if I made that clear when I first asked the question, but that's what I'm talking about. But I'm also saying in this scenario is that 
I'm not, let's just say, for instance, 15 years ago, I was charging $150. 15 years later, I'm not still charging $150. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like at what point, you know, knowing when to increase that rate, you know, um, I think the person that asked me um, to do this, I think they were... I think they were expecting to pay like maybe 175 and then they were going to try to get a hair person for for um not 175 150 and then they were going to try to get a hair person for 150 and then that was going to take you know that they were going to be happy with that but when I asked, basically my rate, I, I took their whole budget. And they paid it. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, I'm just wondering, like, do people back away from that and say, oh, okay, um, well, this, that you know, because they tell you, they may, oh, I wasn't thinking that you were going to ask for that. Do you back down? Or your rate is just your rate and let it stay there. They pay it, they pay it, and if they don't, they don't. That's how I look at it. They pay it, they pay it. If they don't, they don't. But I wasn't going to back down because I'm like, I'm not allowing people to come and just get that same old low rate, you know, but you, but I'm, I'm someone that's been working with the talent all week for the past month or so, so they know what they're getting. And that's really why they paid the rate, because they know what they're getting. But it's just a lot to consider, a lot that goes into that. Um, And I guess one of the questions I want to ask people, and maybe we can talk about this next week, is when do you know when to raise your, your rate for something like that? You know, how do you know when to raise your rate? And at one point, what point is, you know, because some people, you know, not talking about celebrity talent now, but just everyday women who come and ask to get their makeup done. Some women are so used to paying like, you know, under $50. We were just talking to a hairstylist, um, not a hairstylist, but a makeup artist, um, the other day, and she was talking about a makeup artist at her salon who charges $50 for a makeover. But she's, she charges $50, but she's like doing makeup for over an hour. You know, and then this particular girl that we're talking to, she charges a whole lot more than that to do less makeup. So she well, was thinking that this other, this other girl was like really doing too much and not getting enough money. Well, that's exactly what's happening. Some some people don't charge a lot because they want to get more. Like they want to, they figure if 
if they charge $50, then more people would be willing to use them to do their makeup. And it's true. More people will be willing to use them. And then especially if they see the outcome, obviously she's doing a good job. So if you're spending an hour or more on somebody's makeup and it looks great, you know, it should after, after you spend an hour or so on it. Um, so, you know, more people are going to want to use you just simply by the results they've seen, word of mouth, and the fact that you're only charging $50. But you're going to wear yourself out. You're going to wear yourself out. If you're that, if you're that slow in doing somebody's makeup and you're only charging 50 you obviously don't value your work or you value your work. You're just, you're just thinking to yourself, I can get more. You're thinking more people using you is going to give you more money. Yeah, but you're only charging $50. Why not do a great job? Charge, even if you're going to spend over an hour, charge double that. Because if it's valuable and they see that it's valuable, then they will pay for it if they really want it. So why not get $100 as opposed to $50? But you're right. That's another conversation for another another night, another show. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely continue that next week for sure. Definitely we'll continue that next week. Why don't you uh, tell everyone how they can follow us? Well, if you're on social media, you can follow us on Facebook. We are uh, Beauty Talk Online Radio. On uh, Twitter, we're beauty underscore talk. And on Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And then you can follow Janice and I both just simply by our names, uh, Janice Tunnell, J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and Denise Tunnell, D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And we're both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just simply by our names. All right. And don't forget, um, um, June 28th through 30th, in Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas uh, is the Cosmopro from North America, the 18th edition. So mark your calendar, save the date for that. That's coming up. Interesting. One day I will try to attend. I've been doing that for years, but definitely mark your calendars and save the date. Okay. We'll keep you posted on any more information on that as well. Again, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Thank you for your support. We are so excited that you decided to join us tonight, saying hello to um, our friends in the New York area. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, thanks for calling in, uh, tuning in. Again, thank you for those who will listen um, via playback. And we, again, appreciate your continued support. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everyone, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.